Merry Christmas, Jets fans. It's a happy victory. Merry Christmas Monday. The Jets blew a 27-7 lead, but in the end, they prevail and get the victory on Christmas Eve, 30-28. They improve to 6-9 and on the season. Now they fall in the draft a little bit with the win over the Commanders, but it's nice to see this team win a game. Kaz and I will react to the wild second half and the victory. We'll also talk about Tankathon and where this now puts the Jets. And Kaz will react to his exclusive story from Woody Johnson saying that Solid and Douglas will be back next season. We got a busy post-game edition and Christmas edition of Gangs All Here from the New York Post. It's coming up next. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. pretty but uh, finding a way to win is, is special in this league and, and those moments in the locker room are, are the best welcome back merry christmas everyone it's gangs all here our jets podcast from the new york post jake brown here alongside brian costello who is there at the game today because uh, we said ten thousand. do we know the act i know they're going to announce seventy two thousand, but do we know you will never know the actual number, Jake, unless you know somebody with the uh, New Jersey Exposition Authority or someone inside the Jets that would know that number. Was it half empty, a quarter empty? What did it look like out there? I'm bad at that. It was pretty empty, you know, it was because but it was kind of scattered. So it's hard to tell how empty because there were some people in the upper deck uh, more than I thought probably there uh, it was, you know, the weather wasn't bad. So I think, you know, hopefully a lot of people got to go see a game that don't usually get to see a game. I saw a lot of stuff on Twitter, people giving away tickets and, you know, you hope that some kids got to see their first Jets game, um, you know, that don't usually get to go. Yeah. And, and that's the stories you do love, because at this time you're a diehard, you know, this game means nothing. But you're a kid. You're like, oh, I'm going to a football game. It's Christmas Eve. It's the holidays. You know, it's it's like ten dollars to sit lower level like it's the time of their lives. So that's that's who really should enjoy this one. And, you know, it ended up being quite an entertaining game, I guess you could call it. Yeah, crazy. Um, what a collapse. And I'll be honest, once the Jets blew this game, I did not want them to win. I said, just oh, lose. Tank. Don't fall from now. It'll be 10th. Assuming the Raiders lose on Christmas, the Jets will be 10th in the draft. So the, they would have been fourth if they had lost that game. So when when they were winning, I was like, oh, this is great. Breeze is great. Garrett's great. Defense, great. But once they blew it, I was like, you know, just just lose. But they make the 54-yard kick. The, the kids leave happy. Jets fans leave happy. Winning games in the NFL is tough, but Kaz, uh, what a seesaw affair, huh? 
Yeah, it was crazy. You know, I mean, usually the Jets start off slow. Today, they start off really fast. 17 points in the first quarter, most since 2014, which is incredible when you think about it. Yeah, so felt like it was going to be a blowout. And then Jacoby Brissett came in, and wow. I mean, he's uh, – How is he not their starter? I don't I don't know. I, I, I saw – uh, commander's beat writer after the game and I asked her I'm like what what's the deal you know like she said they kind of were committed to see if how was the future but which I get in the beginning of the season but they're all gonna get fired like what do they care about the future <laughs> Not, like try to win games spoil the draft pick for the next guy that's how that's what I would do if I was Ron Rivera and Jacoby Brissett is clearly a much better quarterback than Sam Howell right now I think I've said on this show before, I wish the Jets had Brissett as their backup. Eight million, he'll be a free agent. I'm all in on signing Jacoby. Yeah, I know. I'm with you, Jake. After that today, I think think that's going to linger in the Jets' minds when free agency approaches of how good he was today because he he completely flipped the game. You know, it was – they were dead, you know, and then they get the interception, give the linebacker credit. Like, he gets that interception – Brissett comes in three straight touchdown drives, and I guess I think he had two last week. He did the same thing last yeah, week because I was watching that week. on Red Zone. Yeah. So, like, what the heck are you doing? You know, like, play the guy. It's very, very strange. I mean, they looked committed to the tank in the first half. I mean, this game was 20 nothing. <laughs> it was 17 nothing. a few minutes in. You're like, what is – like, this is this is something that happens to the Jets. It was like yeah. the Chargers game, Jets-Chargers, but the other way around is uh, what was going on. I was like, what is ha- – like, are the commanders the Jets and – like what? What is this? And they couldn't you know, do anything. I mean, they 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 were fumbling, interceptions, block punt, offsides on a punt return, like which I don't think I've ever seen before. Jamison Crowder fumbling it to himself. Like what was that? Yeah, they were making some crazy mistakes. Jamison Crowder, a former Jet, we remember him well. That was like his Christmas present. What the hell was that? Uh, didn't even get touched, and he just loses the ball, throws it in the air, and it's a fumble. Um, yeah, this. I mean, this one looked over. At halftime, and like you said, Brissett comes in, does great two weeks in a row. Like, I'm all over him. If you get him eight million as a backup, I think that's a steal. They're in a tough spot too because Howell's, you know, a fifth round pick, so you can just give up on him, I guess. But they have a whole new regime. I'm sure they're going to give up on him. They're going to draft a quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> they're going to draft their own quarterback probably, and yeah, go you know start over. And it, you know, it took the Commanders' defense cause for for Brees Hall to return to greatness. I mean. Uh, a stat I saw on Twitter, pretty incredible. Uh, his second career game with 95 plus rushing and 95 plus receiving yards. Walter Payton did that three times. Brian Westbrook, Priest Holmes, Thurman Thomas, and Larry Brown had two. No one else in the history of the sport has done it more than once. So Brees has done it twice already in two years, unless in the commander's defense is atrocious. But we've said on the show many times get it to your two playmakers. 267 of the Jets' total yards came from Brees Hall and Garrett Wilson. It's not that hard when you, you when you draw it up for the two great ones. You got to give credit to the offensive line too, Jake. I think that kind of gets overlooked in this because they were so bad last week in Miami. Uh, no sacks in this game, right? After all the sacks last week, Simeon had time. Uh, there was holes for Brees. They, they did a good job today. Another combination. This was the 12th different combination the Jets have had in the offensive line, and this one was did pretty well. Uh, but yeah, I mean, look, the formula, we know the formula, get the ball to Garrett and Brees and let them do their thing. And I thought Simeon did a good job of that. He, we've seen other quarterbacks this year who have not been able to do that. Uh, he was clearly in you know, early. I thought he was just kind of going to Garrett. Just, he was committed to it. And then late Brees had a ton of big catches late, uh, just kind of dump offs that on that last drive that set things up. He had a run on the last drive. He, he really uh, did a nice job.
I remember you said the last episode, I think Mark Sanchez, the uh, was it the Christmas Eve game, threw the ball 60 times? Is that the number? Yeah, yeah it was over 60, 60, over 60 dropbacks because he got sacked a few times. 49 attempts for Trevor Simeon. I don't think we were expecting that coming to this one. This was the longest game I've ever so been So long. Oh. So the first quarter was incredibly long. So like the Jets, uh, you have the box score in front of you, Jake? Yeah. They must have run 80 plays. How many plays did they run? Yeah, 85 plays. The commanders had 58 plays. Yeah, so I don't remember last time the Jets ran 85 plays. It's uh, been a while. So, yeah, it was, a, it was a lot, a lot, a lot of plays. It was just a long, long, long game. A lot of penalties contributed to the game being long. How about that? Yeah, 14, 14 for 150. Yeah, with some huge – I mean, if they had lost this game, we'd be talking about sauce pass interference. We'd be talking about Mosley hitting Brissett in the head. We talked about DJ Reed in the end zone, which I thought was a questionable call. Um, he did too. He, he sounded off on t- – he quote tweeted someone who didn't even mention him about how bad of a call, soft of a call <laughs> was and how many soft calls. Yeah, I thought it was on Jordan Whitehead because he kind of hit him late. Like he, he put his shoulder down. I thought it was going to be on him. And then they called the PI. So, yeah, a lot of penalties in this game, Jake. And just a lot of – and there was a lot of injuries. It was just a slow, slow game. Yeah, I thought this one might end on Christmas. It was going that long. I was like, I I, I don't know. Um, but either way, if they had blown it or the victory, it's a story because they blow it. They're a top five pick in the draft potentially, and, and maybe it ends that way if they lose the next two. They win it. They fall out of the top nine, around 10 right now, and they pick up their sixth win. And, um, you know, it was good to see. And, you know, it's, it's a big story that they won because – you had the exclusive to start the day uh, of the return of Sala and Douglas. Now, it's funny. The last title, the last episode was titled Future of Robert Sala and Joe Douglas. So maybe what he saw the headline or listen to the show, uh, take us through your story and your conversation with Woody. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it was unexpected, Jake, right? I think we've all kind of been leaning towards that Sala and Douglas would be back. It just kind of makes sense with uh, Aaron Rodgers coming back and not, not having a total – Regime change, we've talked about that on here. Other people have talked about it. But, you know, talking to Woody this morning, um, he's made his decision. Uh, even with – there was three games left at the time. Fourth quarter, he might have been questioning that decision. I don't know. <laughs> but, but yeah, like he believes in these two guys. He, he praised the culture. He feels like if they had Aaron Rodgers, it would be a different story. You know, he clearly – he mentioned quarterback play. Um, he likes what he's seen from the defense. So I think he feels like if they can get a few pieces on offense, including the return of Aaron Rodgers, they can be a really good team next year with Robert Sala and Joe Douglas at the helm. I was going to say, it's an interesting time to do it with three games left before the you know third to last game of the year. Could have just waited another week or two. So maybe he's, I mean, you saw, you talked about on Twitter, how he sees the tweets. Maybe he's seeing and hearing the noise and he wanted to clear that noise. I think, yeah, I think he probably wanted to end the noise, Jake, and, and make sure – these guys can just go through the last couple of weeks here without worrying about their jobs. I think he's told them this privately. So make it public and just kind of temper that conversation a little bit. I don't, I don't know if it ends it. People are still going to talk about it, but it's, it's not as big of a question anymore. Did you see Woody today? Was this in person? Yes, did, in person. Yeah. Uh, did yeah. he have the chain on? He did have the chain on. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that must have been even better talking to him with the chain on. Just Does that ever happen to you? Like with, with him, have you, have you been, in his presence while he's had the chain on right in front of you? I don't think so. I think this is the first time because I, I really I haven't seen him in a while. I've like, you know, I've seen him across the field like a training camp. He had it on, I think, but and I've seen him I always say at games with it on, but I don't think I've talked to him in a while. 
Yeah, it's different when I have my TJ Maxx chain on Zoom and Woody Johnson has a real, probably worth five-figure chain in person. And he's, he's a uh, billionaire. It's a big difference. Uh, interesting. Yeah, so that was the big news to start the day. So you had a busy day today, huh, guys? Yes, I'm tired. Yeah, <laughs> it's been yeah. a long day. Been a long day. And, you know, we, my family to come home from their Christmas Eve. And uh, I was going to say, just imagine you had to drive to Western New Jersey. Yeah, well, I'm sure I'm sure my wife's going to come home and have 8,000 things I have to do for, you know, to prepare for Christmas morning. So how does how does Christmas morning work in the Costello household? Do you set up the presents? Does your wife? Oh, we both did together. But I, they're getting a little older. My son's 14. My daughter's 10. So it's not quite as much uh, toys and stuff as it used to be. Is it split you know, shopping? Does she do all the shopping? Uh, she does almost all the shopping. Okay. I did some of it this year, but she does she does 90% of it. And now what fan, what teams do your kids like? One of them a Jets fan or they don't care? Giants? No, or- uh, my son's a Cowboys fan. Oh, uh, My daughter has become a Chiefs fan this year. You can guess why. Yes. Travis and Travis and Taylor. Yes. More Taylor than Travis. Yes. And, uh, you know, I coach softball. I've seen some of my softball players recently and they're all Chiefs fans. So who, if they all stick with it, there's going to be this group of girls this age that are all Chiefs fans. You know, it's going to be interesting. It's a good life for them. I mean, it's a very good life. <laughs> told her, I said, that's good. She used to kind of, she used to like Tom Brady. She used to she rooted for the Bucks when Tom Brady was, you know, she's still young where she's, She's bouncing around. She doesn't watch football a ton, but yeah, my son's a Cowboys fan. He he fell in love with Zeke and uh, Dak back in, when they were rookies. Listen, it's going to be interesting if, you know, Taylor and Travis break up and Taylor's dating like oh, Aaron Rodgers yeah. or something, and then they got to switch to the Jets, and then their life is ruined. So they better yeah. hope that's a long-term relationship. I still don't know if it's going to last or not because they, they don't want to switch the fandom because that's – Cowboys is a little questionable. You know, they lose today uh, on the last second field goal. Uh, the end there was a little intriguing, too, with the Jets field goal. I was like, what's what? They're throwing it away. They're giving them time on the clock. There was some interesting time management. There was also weird time management with the commanders. Listen, it's third and 10. The Jets have two timeouts. You are four and 10. I didn't get them running it and just playing conservative when well, you're four the and 10. The timeout. They wanted the Jets to use the timeout. But you throw it and get it first, and the game is over. You're four and ten. I, I found that yeah, kind of odd. I mean, I think the usual thing is to run there and make the team use their timeout, you know, so then the Jets would only have one timeout. Because if they have two, that's a different game. Because the Jets did have a little tricky management there in that last one with the one timeout. The Simeon throw, I was like, oh, my God. Like, that that ball seemed to be in the air forever where he threw it. He was throwing it out of bounds. But, oof, that looked like a dangerous throw to me. Yeah, imagine a pick. And, and Greg Zerline, let me say this, Jake. Greg, Greg Zerline is the most anti-Jets Jets player, like anti what you expect, because for how many years would the Jets kicker have missed that kick, right? Every like, year. Every year, right? So like, he is like, he's incredible. He kind of goes against all the Jets jinxes and stuff. Like he's been great. They got a kicker. They got a defense. They got to bring back Thomas Morstead. And now you fill out the rest, the offensive line. Like you said, they played well, but it's going to look a lot different next year. What do you think the future of Makai Becton is? Because I, I feel like he's had a, a just the the injuries, the penalties. He's had a lot of big penalties. Is is his Jets career over after this year? Yes, it is. Yeah, I don't see. I don't think the only way I could see him coming back is if he doesn't get interested in free agency like early and like. Comes back for a one year prove it type deal, but I don't even think that's going to happen. I think I think somebody will pay him in free agency, but it ain't going to be the Jets. He, he has a 
great. He hasn't had a great year, Jake. I give him credit for coming back from the injury. He's played all year, but it, it's it hasn't been pretty. And maybe his replacement, you know, who knows now that they fell in the draft. It's the Alabama kid, Latham, the Penn State kid, Joe Alt, the other one everyone talking about. One of those three. If you it's lose out on three of those. Whew. It's very early, Jake. Because I know people are going to be fixated on, oh, now they're ninth, they won't, or 10th, they won't get this guy or that guy. Like, it's very early. There's going to be a lot of changes between now and April in where people are going in the draft. Any shot you think they trade up or down? Either way, or they stay. It's play way too game. early to have that conversation, Jake. <laughs> way too early. Four, three, four months uh, ahead of time here. Um, but the Jets, they end up with a win 30 to 28. Give you a little Christmas present. Some of you not a present if you were in the team tank. Um, Brees Hall, incredible. Garrett Wilson, incredible. Uh, and the defense was okay. Second half, they were spotty, though. And um, we'll close on this before we look ahead at Jets-Browns. What do you think of Sala and Douglas being back? Are, are you, I feel like you always thought this was happening. Yeah, uh, I just think the way the timeline of the organization is right now, it didn't make sense to get rid of them and start over, right? Like that this this is going to be a all-in, go-for-it 2024 team. And with Aaron Rodgers – with the core that they have here, you bring in a new coach, a new GM, you're starting over like that. That's it's very rare when they come in and don't want their own players. The Aaron Rodgers thing, like you can say, oh, he runs a team and that kind of stuff. To me, it's just like he came here in part because he likes Solid Douglas and obviously Nathaniel Hackett as well. Throw him in there. Now you're going to say, OK, we're going to hire new coaches. You're going to have you'd have to like basically let him hire who you want to hire, right? Like. People can get mad that he he's got this leverage, but he does. He's a four time MVP. They traded for him, so it just never made sense to me to move on. And I I think these two guys like look they they haven't been perfect by any means. They've had plenty of things you can point to and say are good and starting with their records, but they deserve a year with they deserve a year with Aaron Rodgers with a quarterback. Part of this is their own making when they drafted Zach Wilson. They haven't done well, but I I want to see solid coach with a good quarterback and you know and if i think they 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 go into next year knowing it's now or never if they don't they don't win next year there'll there'll be a lot of changes for 2025 yeah it's the swan song next year like if you're not at least making the playoffs they're done and you move on and and we'll see what happens and hopefully jacoby Brissett is the backup just in case uh they run into a similar situation they need to hope they don't need a backup that's what they need to hope they need yeah. to hope they get 17 guy games Aaron Rodgers, and he can play like 2020, 21 Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, well, let's just hope, just in case, there's no Simeon, there's no Boyle, there's no Zach Wilson, and there's someone competent. Well, someone competent the Jets used to have as a backup is Joe Flacco, and that's who the Jets will face on Thursday. Jets, Browns, Browns win again. Cause I mean, Joe Flacco was 27 of 42, 368 yards, three touchdowns. Amari Cooper, 11 for 265 and two touchdowns. He was absolutely sensational against the Texans, who are free-falling here now without C.J. Stroud. Jaguars also lost, so that uh, AFC South is going to come down here to the final few weeks. But, man, how about Joe Flacco? I mean, I know you said, you know, someone in the organization didn't want him back at the Jets, but, man, he is throwing absolutely perfect balls down the field, just deep balls left and right. And this is going to be a tough, uh, tough matchup here for the Jets' defense. Joe Flacco is always throwing a great deep ball. Jake, he's got one of the strongest arms you'll ever see. You could, I, I liked watching him practice in training camp when he was here because he was just he, – he didn't care either. Like he would just throw the ball all over the field in practice, 
And I always thought Zach Wilson could take something from him because Zach always seemed afraid to throw interceptions. Joey ain't afraid. Like, he'll throw it all around. Sometimes it's going to look really good. Sometimes he's going to throw picks. So the Jets' defense is pretty good against the deep ball, Jake. Uh, I know Miami got him last week with Waddle, right? But I can't think of many other times the ball's gone over their heads. They're more susceptible to the underneath stuff, and that's by design. They'll, you know, if you want, they, they kind of, like to tempt quarterbacks to, to try them. Uh, if you're patient and you pick them apart, that that's usually the better formula. So it'll be an interesting matchup. You know, I'm just curious how the Jets bounce. You know, they, they come off of this high of this win, and then four days later they have to play. They have Christmas. They all, you know, people have families. They got stuff to do tomorrow. Uh, it's a tough, quick turnaround going to Cleveland, and the Browns clearly are playing very well. So it should be an interesting matchup. Yeah, and Flacco, even with those deep shots, he did throw two picks, but they still win 36-22. So, like you said, I'll take some shots. Some of them won't work. Maybe a few of them are picked off by uh, Reed and Sauce on Thursday. But, yeah, this quick turnaround, the holiday, I mean, I assume they're not going to be practicing, essentially. Just a few walkthroughs. They'll have a walkthrough. Yeah, they'll probably walkthroughs Tuesday, Wednesday, I would think. Yeah, well, if the Jets find a way to win, they will find themselves in that weird, you know, potential 13th, 14th pick. Uh, and again, still early to talk about that, but I assume you're taking the Browns here. I haven't even thought about it yet, Jake, but my early, my early inclination would probably be Browns, but I, I haven't even looked at it yet. Yeah. I'm, I'm taking the Browns, something like a, a 27, 13 kind of score. Uh, they're just rolling right now. Their defense, one of the best in the league, top in the league. And Flacco's just going to get one of those deep balls, and that might be all that they need. Uh, I assume Trevor Simeon is probably going to start again Thursday, right? I would think so. Um, you know, Zach could get cleared, I guess, if he practiced twice this week. Um, you know, so we'll see what they tell us tomorrow about Zach, where he's at. But I, I would assume Simeon will be out there Thursday. All righty, Jets, Browns, Browns, 10 and 5. What a season for them. Once Deshaun Watson got uh, got hurt, they did not lose a beat they just keep finding ways to win the story today is the jets win they fall in the draft but Brees hall was absolutely remarkable and the jets missed this out of him they missed a run game period they got it and a little bit izzy you know the izzy show today finally we saw some izzy and that was good to see as well well i'll be back friday morning post game jets browns cause you'll be back in Next year. We'll see you next year. Uh, Use that line for the first time. 2024. Hope you have a Merry Christmas with the family. Happy New Year. And uh, we'll talk to you to preview Jets, Pats. Will the Jets finally get a win over the Patriots? This seems like it could be the time it happens. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. We'll close this episode next. Uh, it's cool, you know, just to, uh, you know, for the owners and everybody, the GM, just to show the faith they have in our coaches and everything. And we have some real, we have some real good guys on our team. We need a few more pieces and everything, but it's just, it's going to be cool to see um, how everything just uh, continues to grow. I'm, I'm excited to see how much I can get better. Um, you know, to see Aaron come back, to see how much Garrett gets better, Colin gets better, and then to see, you know, what we have to the team. Alrighty, good stuff there. As that says, adios to episode 174 of Gangs All Here, our Jets podcast from the New York Post. Thanks to Andrew Hartz for helping me in producing the show. Watch us on that New York Post Sports YouTube page. Give us a thumbs up below. Comment below your favorite Christmas movie. Let us know what you're doing for Christmas. 
well, let us know what you thought of uh, the game, the win. Because, you know, did you want them to lose there? Were you happy that they pulled off the victory? You know, they fall in the draft. It could mean losing out on a, you know, top-tier offensive lineman. But, you know, wins are hard to come by in the NFL. So let us know in the comments what you think. And if you're an audio person, make sure you're subscribed on Apple, Spotify, Google, wherever you get podcasts. Give us a five-star rating and write in a nice review on Apple Podcasts. And on Spotify, you can give us a five-star rating as well. You can follow me on Twitter at Jake Brown Radio and follow Kaz at Brian Kaz. Merry Christmas, everyone. You know, I'll be alone this Christmas and, you know, I'm sure there's other people alone, but, get, you know, I have a family and there's people out there who have lost their loved ones who don't have those loved ones to be with this Christmas. So think about them. And if you're with your family, cherish your time with your loved ones. Enjoy. Um, if you're alone like me, you know, make the best of it. You know, have a Diet Coke, have a good meal, do something that makes you happy. Uh, this is a tough time this month, financially, emotionally stressful for many people. Gift giving, it's its just a rough month. So I'm right there with you if you're feeling that way. And, uh, you know, we hope to raise your spirits here on Gangs All Here. And we wish you and your families a Merry Christmas, a happy holiday season. I will be back solo here, most likely on Friday morning for the next episode of Post Game Episode Reacting to Jets Browns. There will be no preview for that Browns game this week. So check me out on the post game gangs all here coming on Friday. And then Kyle's will be back to preview the finale against the Patriots at the start of 2024. Merry Christmas, everyone. Thanks for listening to gangs all here. We'll talk to you on Friday. Happy holidays.